welcome to The Rock. Hey, thanks for downloading this post-game episode of the Black Gold Podcast, brought to you by Appalachian Commercial Real Estate. Uh, James Milner has been operating in commercial real estate for a very long time. He is an expert and an advocate for anybody that is interested in either leasing commercial space, buying or selling commercial space. And Appalachian Commercial Real Estate has clients all the way from Boone to the coast of North Carolina. If you are looking to expand your business or just, uh, I don't know, have somebody on your side to help you make the best decision possible, that is exactly what Appalachian Commercial Real Estate and James Milner is passionate about, making sure that everybody has all the information relevant to what they're trying to accomplish in their unique business so that they can thrive. Charles, am I, am I getting that right? You're correct. I believe that is, is spot on. That is spot on. And we are very grateful that they are sponsoring the... Uh, post-game edition of the Black and Gold Podcast, you can go to AppalachianCRE.com for more information, or you can email James directly at James at AppalachianCRE.com. He is both a gentleman and a scholar. Um, but seriously, if you're dealing in commercial real estate, listen, it's very complex. You can't be just winging that and Googling it. You need an advocate. So thank you to Appalachian Commercial Real Estate for sponsoring this edition of Black and Gold Podcast. Big C, yesterday... How many snaps did you play? (laughs) I think everybody got one. I counted seven quarterbacks. (laughs) Yeah, and I think those are all on the roster. Yep, seven Uh, quarterbacks got in the game. Five of them completed passes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes, they did. (laughs) You know, it's uh, it's always curious to me um, when you get a a game like that, it's lopsided. And, uh, you know, when you're getting... Everybody wants to play, but, like... You can't. Th- everybody wants to get in and throw like a forty-yard, you know, bomb. Yeah, really, well, that defeats the purpose of what we're kind of trying to do here. Yeah. <laughs> Remember yeah. how long that first quarter was yesterday? Oh yeah. I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then then the game was done th- in three hours. Like, yeah. I was like, wow. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what happens when you know everybody gets playing time and get a game. And it's, we had run the ball a lot in the second half. We had fourteen points in the first three minutes and three seconds. Yeah. And the first touchdown was done in. 60 seconds. Yeah, in 60 seconds, yeah. It's three plays. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think, not, like, the uh, Gardner-Webb defensive back was so far off dominant. I think he was still in bowling springs when that pass was released. <laughs> I mean, he was wide open, and there was no help. At the very least, he was in the locker room tying up his yeah. cleats. At the very least. Um, he should have tightened him up a little bit more. Uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> or something. Enough. Uh, yeah. Um, that... that particular safety was not equipped to cover no. Dominic Keith. So I want to get your thoughts on yesterday's game. We haven't talked at all about no, this. No, So wh- what's the what beauty are your of it? That's the beauty. <laughs> right. not her- it's not rehearsed. Rehearsed. That's right. That's There's right. no planning. It's just, no. all right, let's go. Planning? What is planning? I don't know. Um, but no. So what are your thoughts on yesterday's game? My thoughts? Um, we won, and it was good. I like that everybody played. Seriously. That's uh, always a good thing. So good people out there. Uh, it was very workmanlike. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about that that rust factor. Didn't mm-hmm. see. I didn't see much. I think two touchdowns in three minutes kind of yeah. dispels anything like that. It is. Uh, I think Satterfield mentioned in the post game um, recap interview that there was some defensive miscommunications that led to their touchdown. Sure. Uh, and 
But I thought it was kind of odd. I was like, wow, they got down the field like rather easily. A lot better than Charlotte did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it was it. They checked out. I think See you. Bye-bye. Our run defense was, was good. And it, it was good throughout the game. Yes. That, to me, that thing, that's big. Yes. Once you get a lot-sided game, uh, different people are going to play. Yes. On both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. They haven't played a lot. Mm-hmm. And still, I think they, they got – like 34 yards rushing on the day, 27 carries for 30, something like that. It's yeah, a very yeah, small yeah. amount. Like yes, it was very 1. small. It was 1.2 yards a carry. That's not a lot, by the their, way. Uh, their main running back had like 12 carries for five yards. And we just bottled everybody up. And that's I love seeing that on, a, on throughout the game basis. Even mm-hmm. when it's a lopsided score, that, that consistency is expected mm-hmm. from the starters to the second and third stringers backups. So – let me ask you a question because my thought is that as fun as it is to see all those touchdowns scored, and we did see a lot of touchdowns scored. Ten of them. I mean, that's a that's a really whole that's a whole bunch. Um, can we really say much about this team and how we're going to perform in conference play? Hold on a second. Based on that game, because of the competition disparity, it, it's hard to to take that and say. Oh yeah, look how oh, good look we at, are. Yeah, and pat ourselves on the back. And, yeah, you know we those measuring stick games are the Charlottes. Yep, we should have had one last week. We didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's very clear that Penn State is taking it out on everyone else. <laughs> yes. I, I, every <laughs> didn't time they score sixty three yesterday. Yeah, uh, it was Friday night. They played Illinois. Oh, it I'm was sorry, a close yeah. game in the middle of the third quarter, and then I think Penn State scored like yeah, um, like forty unanswered. Yeah. And Illinois and, had nothing. Yeah. So, and, and and I think they've done I haven't looked at every score. I can't remember them all, but they are doing it. I mean, I think they've done, hit 63 twice. Yeah. Big um, time. They, Pitt, they scored like 50-something. Yes. Yes. So, and they, Pitt had like single digits. It was – yeah. And, and that, you know, in our game with Penn State, both teams held each other to their lowest points totals of the year. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we're averaging yeah. 55 a game right now. <laughs> Which is it's bad. It's probably not going to stay that way. No, it's probably really not. hard. Yeah, it's very difficult to score that many points. For but sure. I, but I will say that you know, going back to like playing hard in the second half. I mean, we didn't have all our starters pulled. We we were kind of mixing people in. Yeah. In the third quarter, uh, that's good. The thing that concerns me most about the next game is that South Alabama, although losing their last two, have played really hard mm. late. Right. So they were down heavy to Texas State and then scored what was it, twenty seven unanswered and won that game. Yeah. Going away. And then same deal yesterday. Yeah. Um with Troy. They were out of it. Mm-hmm. It was thirty five seven, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then they lost by touchdown. So yeah. they were right there. Yeah, I don't uh I really just as as fun as it is, and it was, man, you're sitting there, it's the sun's really not out, it's overcast, so it's kinda cool. Sun's not beating down anybody. It's a great atmosphere. There are actually a lot more people there than I thought we were gonna be. It was loud. Um but I just don't think that this game really does much other than nah. I mean, I really don't. It's it it's uh it's not just a warm up for the team, really. I mean, usually you want to play those games earlier in the year, but yeah, you get them when you get them. But it's a warm up for everybody that's involved in, in putting on the game. Yeah. Um, but I, I thought the students did a great job. I think they were there. Mm. Uh, I think they were surprised as everyone was to see that the band was on the home side, not the east side. Mm-hmm. Um, we kind of expected, I thought we were going to be on the east side. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I don't think the band's ever sat there. In that in, section? Yeah. In, in, my, in that section. Now, in the back in the day, before we had the um, 
in the expansion on the east side, the band, and it's like the 90s, the band sat like if you're facing the field mm-hmm. on the west side mm-hmm. to the right. Yes. Or the scoreboard side. Yes. Correct. So, um, I thought that was interesting. But from the aspect of this game, no, you can't really measure up much. It's it's just something you had to do. It's like, hey, we played, we won. Now, if we played bad, if we had played a close game, we'd be tearing this all apart. Oh, for sure. But whether we scored 40, 50, 60, or 70 yesterday, doesn't really. Well, it's kind of like, you know, this is such a typical uh, mismatched college football game where if you don't win by a margin, I mean, like 72 to 7 is pretty drastic. But if you don't win very convincingly, right. then people are going to say something. If you win very convincingly, you are supposed to. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we're talking about. I will say as far as just like raw data points, we saw just an amazing amount of speed on our roster and athleticism. But, you know, at the same time, man, we've seen it. We saw it against against Penn State, saw it against Charlotte. So uh, I think yesterday was just about um, getting all that pent-up frustration of not having last week out i i think that there were probably people that were going to go to southern miss and weren't going to go to guard web decided to reverse that decision i think so because i I, in looking at the stands i mean you know the students i was was gonna say this a minute ago but lost track went down another aisle yeah um (laughs) i think they were surprised to see that the band was sitting there and then they had to fill into the hill yes the hill was very full yeah hill was very full correct Um, so i thought it was a pretty good job i saw some pictures for that were taken from the east side that on Mm -hmm. facebook and stuff like that and it's like on the west side it looks a little full so yeah yeah yeah. for sure taking out those temporary bleachers does kind of make a difference in the stands doesn't it like Mm -hmm. it kind of does yeah it totally does so it looked really like empty in the in the north end zone it felt really weird i was like man there's a lot of space over there what are we and it's just I'm not saying it's wasted, yeah, but it just felt different. Yeah, it did. Uh, I, going up to, um, you know, getting up through the gate and everything else on the east side where I sit. I'm sorry, the visitor side. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the, east, <laughs> the east side. Uh, I had kind of forgotten about the whole no temporary bleachers. So when you look out there, you see the vastness of how much space is out there behind the field goal post. And uh, so, you know, yeah, but it does. It does make it a difference in the stands. And um, it, I will say that um, – you know, being on the east side, uh, we are closer to the Gardner Web, you know, fandom. Of course. You know, and uh, those people were not pleased very much. And I don't know if that's a shocker to anybody. A lot of them stayed for a long time. A long time. And I definitely saw some long faces, and I was like, what were y'all expecting yeah. to happen when y'all came up here? And maybe they felt good about themselves with the way they played against Western last week. Yeah. But. You know, you think about how you measure, like, right. where we were, before, like, five years ago. Yeah. And play a team like Western, and Western beat them by 18 points. But yeah, it was a closer game. They probably thought they were, like, actually pretty good. Yeah. Or better than they usually have been. Well, mm-hmm. time will tell. But, you know, they played similar games like we have. Yes. Yeah, you I know, agree with that. They played four. They played all FCS except for us. Mm-hmm. A&T, who's good. Mm-hmm. Aware of that, mm-hmm. but East Carolina, so on and mm-hmm. so forth, mm-hmm. and they played was it Lipscomb or something like that? They yeah, something like that. Yeah, but that was, I thought that was surprising. I thought there might have been a few more of their fans because it's just a short trip. Yeah, you know, relative but, to yeah other places. But they, there was some red dotted around in stands. There's some people sitting beside me that I kind of forgot they were there, uh, or I didn't notice them. Let's put it that way because I had other people beside me, and they stayed to the very bitter end. And every time there was a 
you know, um, the blocked punt or, or whatever Every time he'd slap the back of the bleachers. And I'm like, well, at least you care that much, buddy. You know, he's yeah. that much into it. But, um, let's talk about special teams for a second. Very can just continues to be a huge asset for the team. And it's always fun to see blocked punts. It's just, I, I don't care if, you know, we are overmatching them significantly. We don't do another one. I love the block punt. I love the recovery in the end zone. It was, uh, that first quarter was as bulldogish and ravenous as I've seen an App State team in a while. I thought that the first plot punt that was for the touchdown yeah, yeah. that Stephen Jones got, just incredible play he had to make to get it with his left hand. I don't know if he's left handed or right handed, but yeah. let's, let's assume he's right handed. Yeah. Right, incredible play. And then that ball squirts to the sideline. Yep, yep. And he just in the nick of time recovers it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's you know that's a hustle play that's yeah. a difference in five points. Yes, you know, and maybe one day those five points would be a big deal. Right, right, right. To have those. Yeah. So I just thought that was really, really fantastic. And then Clifton Duck weaving through <laughs> all mankind to get to the end zone. <laughs> yes. Um, it, it's, it's exciting now because now that's another piece of of our arsenal. And instead of like, oh, it's fourth down, maybe I'll go get a head start at the concession stand or something like that or use restroom. Now everybody is going to get excited about all these all these kick plays because yeah. it's like, usually in the past it was like, oh, God, are we going to make this field goal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. now it's like, oh, are we going to take this one back? Yeah. Field goals become less important when you score touchdowns. That's yeah, yeah, correct. Didn't we say that quite a bit last we year? We have. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you score touchdowns. So. Every time there's a the other teams lining up, we're going to be as excited about fourth down as we are on third down to get them off the field. Two punt returns and a kick return for touchdown the first three games. Two block punts. It's pretty good. It's pretty solid. Yeah, it's a good rate. You'd like yeah. you, you'd like to hope that the 55 points a game and the you know special teams touchdown per game. Yeah, that that would help. <laughs> I'd like to have that next week. I think we should. Uh, we should uh, send a polite email to Stu Holt and request that we get another one next week. <laughs> I'm sure he'll he'll do everything he can to oblige. Oh, sure. Oh, sure he would. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, like I said, I mean, the, they were calling for showers yesterday. And t- just talking about game day and the game itself, uh, no showers. There was a brief moment of drizzle. Um, so the weather was fantastic. The ribs that you prepared at your tailgate were exquisite. As mentioned by Adam Witten on the pregame show. You know, got lucky enough to be able to hear in other places up at Penn State. Uh, just didn't have the opportunity to just like step to the side and listen to the radio. But yeah, yeah, yeah. we kind of gathered around at the tailgate this afternoon or yesterday afternoon and did that. And that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. I love the, the intro was great. And they, you know, they got to do a special. They got to hire a special guy to have that voice, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That was touching. <laughs> it was it was touching. But uh, anyway, but seriously, just to take a little humble bow, the ribs were on point. I, I've eaten a lot of ribs in my day. Well, thank you. And that was as good as any that I've had. And one of our most fanatical fans of ours, ASU Joan. ASU Joan, yes. She had her first rib yesterday. <laughs> yes. I thought that was yes. very interesting. That's, no, Yeah. I mean, how do you go? I mean, Joan's what, 33 years old? <laughs> Right. How do you go that long without uh, having a rib? Yeah, I mean, how, how do you avoid ribs? I mean, they were eating hot dogs at their tailgate, and right. so she came over and like, how do you go your whole life eating hot dogs and never have had a rib? What'd she say? Oh, I you're, don't just, know. you're just speculating. I'm speculating. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know either. I, I thought know. that was hilarious. But yeah, so we um, we got to, uh, and I you actually didn't get to Big C, but 
um, at the game. I met John Gibbs, who's a yeah. patron of uh-huh. the Black Gold Podcast. It was nice to to meet him. Of course, Andrew Abernathy, a patron, of is always at the uh, the Big C's tailgate. Um, got to meet several other people. ASU Joan got to hang out with uh, her for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was all in all just a fun day. Got to see some people. Got to get uh, Adam Witten some swag. Um, so, you know, Adam Witten's been really good to us. Essentially, he's given us um, close to 20 minutes of advertising, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is great for the pregame show. And we, we have a lot of fun doing that. So um, the only thing, like, I was like, hey, I'd like to get you a hat. He's like, yeah, okay, well, I'd like the white one with the microphone logo. I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I bring it up, right? And a couple other people wanted hats. So I brought up several hats. I put them in this green, this really small green duffel bag. Bring them up. And we stayed in a, a house in Seven Devils and pack everything in the car, get ready to go. That's the only bag I didn't ring. <laughs> so, so we got Adam a, got him a t-shirt and a pint glass and, uh, stickers and that. I was like, dude, I'm sorry. I'll have to get you that next week. But, uh, we had a friend yesterday at the tailgate. Um, I think he drives from like the Kannapolis area. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he forgot the food he was going to bring. He was like halfway here. He's like, ah, oh, forgot the oh, corn. Oh, that's Chad, right? Yeah, yeah, Chad. yeah. yeah He's yeah. like, ah, oh, forgot the corn. Yeah, gosh, yeah. How do you forget the corn? Those are those those <laughs> moments of horror on a on a game day when you're you're getting ready, you're geared up, you're excited. Here we go. Got the you know, got the chairs, got the cooler, got everything, and then you realize you forget something like very important that you wanted to bring. It's kind of off topic, but like. Every time you do forget, like that one thing, it feels like the most critical part of the day. Right? Left. Like, how did I forget? How did I forget that? So, no. so funny, funny about that. So Friday, you know, we left Friday. Obviously, you spent the weekend up here in Boone. We're in person, by the way. We, oh yeah. We, we rarely do. Other. We really rarely do post game shows one on one in person. But um, we were on our way out of our neighborhood to pick up my son from daycare. Both my, my, me and my wife, cars packed, everything. I realized when I pull into his daycare, didn't bring the tickets. You know what I did yesterday with tickets? No. I gave people tickets to the wrong game. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them Southern Miss tickets. I really? Think, like, I, ser- it was not just, like intentional uh, oh, because uh, Caitlin, my, my wife goes, you, you give me the South Alabama ticket. I was like, for real? <laughs> She's like, they wouldn't scan. They just let me in there. I was like, so will it work next week or you take the other? Like. <laughs> I've never done that. Like, how do you do that? Well, I, well, I think we got to blame Florence because it to. was it was really weird tearing out the uh, tearing out the Gardner Webb ticket uh, behind the Southern Miss ticket. Is it? I, I think I took one in too. So yeah, but mine worked, so it was weird. Really? Yeah. Uh oh, we're giving away some secrets. Yeah. Um, Just taking a ticket in there, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, it was a it was a, I think it was it's fair to say that yes, it wasn't competitive, and there's an argument to be made that um, these games are like net nothing. It's not really net positive. Doesn't help us. Maybe it doesn't hurt us, but doesn't really say much about the team. Um, when I say doesn't say much. It's not giving us an indicator as to what's going to happen at Correct. South Alabama. So, and that's a larger discussion. But as far as like game day yesterday, seventy-two to seven, people could say what they want about a squash game. That game felt a lot more fun to watch than Savannah then State. Typically, yes. Um, and I think it was because of the very the very diverse ways that we scored. Yeah, that's what made that exciting. That has a lot to do with it compared to just you know just running up these eight, nine, ten play drives right. and 80 yards or something like that. Yeah. When, you, when you're having a lot of action that you don't normally get. Yes. Um, yeah. You score 52 points and a half. <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, yeah, so I, it's interesting that the, the predictions are going to be weird because, like, I mean, 72, You don't, no one goes out there and says, 
hey, we're dropping 70 on these fools today. <laughs> Nobody says that. <laughs> no. But, it, you know. It could have been 73. Yeah. It we had our um, Italian stallion, Gianmarco Tamburi, um, in our group when we scored that last touchdown, when DeAndre Hicks just put his burners on and just went wild, scored that last touchdown. Uh, we got him to teach us how to say 73 in Italian. Uh-huh. And we started yelling 73 in Italian over and over again. What and is that? What is 73 in Italian? I don't know. I forgot it. What are you telling wow. me? My learning retention <laughs> is not that great. Uh, yeah, I don't I can't even. I can't even pretend to remember. But um, And then, of course, we don't get the extra points. Of course. And we, uh, that's what we get for that. That's what we get. So, anyway. So, it was fun. Now, I guess, you know, we, you know, we don't cover upcoming games in the post game show but uh overall um i had a really good time yesterday uh thought it was better than like we just mentioned not to beat a dead horse but more fun than your usual squash game just hope these guys continue to play well because i think the potential is like through the roof you know i think i've said this all year and i feel like i'm going to keep saying it every week it's just like something new happens every week that gets you a little bit more excited like man what are they going to next Right, like, I can't wait to see him play again. Yeah, and I'm feeling whatever happens this season, I'm going to be very sad once we play our last game, whenever oh, that is. Sure. It's just like golly, what? And look back and think, man, it's the only, the only disappointing fact part of the season was the fact that like it's over now. Yeah, and and we get to watch this group again because I mean, you like Dominique Heath has been a big piece of our team. Yes, and he's gone one year, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. And so, how does that change things going forward? You yeah. know, it's just. It's just so weird. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be different, but it is, it is ready and, for some belt play though. Uh, no, a hundred percent. No, um, it's it's time to get down to business. We've got our out of conference out of the way, and hope everybody can make it up the mountain for homecoming. And then after that, we got three weeks with no App State football on Boone. So take advantage of this uh, this last opportunity before we go through a little bit of a dry spell in the high country, but. Anyway, I want to thank our sponsor, James Milner and Appalachian Commercial Real Estate for being uh, the post-game sponsor. Really thrilled to have them. Uh, and you know what? Until, I guess, late Tuesday night or early Wednesday morning when the uh, midweek episode hits, go apps.